Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Fetch Everyone podcast. This is episode 34. 34. Ooh, wow. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. I've forgotten to do the intro bit, so we'll do that little bit of music now. Some websites put their best features behind a nasty paywall. We don't do that. We've knocked that wall down. We've said, come on in, have our stuff if you want it. We're sponsored, this podcast, I should say, is sponsored by Ron Hill Specials, and they are currently bagging up those lovely anniversary shirts, and they're aiming to get them out to us later on this week. So that's pretty exciting. Um, So thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast. And if you have any requirements for any bespoke club kit or event kit, go and check them out. There's a link in the show notes as usual, or you can Google Ron Hill Specials. Um, But looking forward to getting my hands on those shirts. And and as usual, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave your comments. This week, we'll be talking about various things. Katie. Yes. What's it all about? <laughs> well, I'm here, by the way. Um, this week, we're going to talk about our training as per usual. We're going to go through a few comments from the users. From the users. The users. <laughs> the users. Um, there's quite a lot of site features that you're going to talk about, actually. You're going to talk about yeah. feedback. You're also going to talk about race listings. There's been some chat this week about the race listings, and so Ian's going to go over that for you. And we've also got a fabulous featured fetchy in the shape of Valerian Plastic and his mum. Yeah. She's, you know, some people might know her. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's that. That's what we're doing yeah. this week. Vlogs occasionally. Yeah, Vlogs, you know. a bit of training. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit here and there. Okay. But Katie, what's it all about? Oh, right. What? It's more generally, what's it all about? Hey, why, why are we here? What's the point? Our podcast, do you mean? Our life? Everything. Okay. Um, That's quite a big question for me today. Um, I'd say generally it's about trying to be yourself, uh, trying to be a good person and trying to pay the mortgage. (laughs) Yeah. Does that sum it up? That sounds about right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, being, being nice to everyone. Bill and Ted had it right, I think. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. We both read that John Niven book um, that talks about um, the return of Jesus and how when everybody asked him asked him about the um, God's wishes and everything like that, he said, it's really simple, just like be nice to each other and everything else that man has interpreted on top of that. Yeah. You don't need to worry about that bit, just be nice. And the rest will be fine. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not a religious person, but there's nothing wrong with that as a rule. No, and, definitely not. Um, yeah, so so do that. There you go. There's a bit of, uh, a bit of philosophy. thought for the day for you, Fetchies. Um, so how's your training been this week? I've You've done busy. I've done well actually. I have been a, a bit under the weather, um, but somehow I've managed to kind of tick all the boxes I like to tick so I've done three runs two three milers and um and then I ran to Parkrun on Saturday it's about a mile and a half to get there um I ran Parkrun um actually with Nightjar and then had coffee with the 5k your way group afterwards 
and then I ran home. So although there was a little bit of a break um, in there, I did a total of about six miles on Saturday. So that's awesome. That was good. And there was a good turnout for the 5K your way. That's yeah. um, uh, Silver Shadow is part of that group She's locally. the ambassador. She's yeah. the local ambassador. Uh, supporting people who've either had cancer or had someone who's gone through cancer. Yeah. Um, Been affected by cancer in some way, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think you said there was a, about, did you say 18? Or I, think, I think Silver Shadow said there were 18 running. Yeah, and there were about eight of us that went for coffee afterwards. Um, so this is not just a Bedford initiative. This is this is across the UK. Um, not every park run, but because it, it needs someone to be an ambassador. But it's um, it's an excellent initiative, and it is really about keeping people moving through their treatment, or during the time that they're dealing with cancer in one way or another. So that's the main thing. It doesn't matter if you're moving at a walking pace or you only do half of the park run, you can still come for coffee and cake afterwards. Mm. Um, and it's really worth looking at whether there's one near to you if you are in that that sort of group of people. Mm. Um, I found it massively useful. Yeah. Is um, it backed by a particular charity or is it, is it something that's sprung up? You know, I don't know. No. Um, maybe um, Silver Shadow could do us a little bit on that. Um, yeah, that'd be good. It's the last Saturday of each month in Bedford. Again, I don't know whether that's the pattern throughout the country, but um, yeah, so it's 5K your way, not 5KM, but 5K, you've got to do, get it right. Yeah, is that a totally different it. group? <laughs> don't go to the 5KM your way group. No, don't do that. Yeah. Um, but it's 5K your way and um, worth having a little look at that. So I did that. Uh, that was lovely. And then I ran home and I've also managed to fit in three swims this week and I've managed to make myself get back to the swimming pool and do, um, well, I did my CSS test, which is like a little swimming time trial that we do Yeah. that helps us to set our speed for our speed sessions. Um, so I did that. I was a bit slower than my last CSS, but I think that's yeah. perfectly understandable. How often would you ideally do that test? Oh, that's a good question that I don't really know the answer to. I guess fairly frequently. I don't think I do it enough because I think every couple of months you want to see what effect your training's having, don't you really? So yeah. I know if you're doing intervals or tempos or whatever, then you, you go through a chunk of training and then you go back and work out what your new sort of set of paces should be. So yeah, just wondered if there's an equivalent. And I expect it's a similar sort of time scale, isn't it? You just got to... I expect so. Yeah. I mean, the um, so the idea with the CSS is that you do, uh, obviously you warm up and then you do a 400 metre swim and, and and time it, it's a time trial, and you, you want to do it really, if possible, evenly, evenly paced. It's very difficult to get it evenly paced. I nearly mm. always go off too fast. Or even starting easier and building through the 400, that's another thing that I've been told. Um, and then you have a little recovery and um, make sure you're kind of almost back to sort of your normal breathing. Um, and then you do a 200. And okay. So there's, is there a fixed time recovery in between or is it very much based on your own? I've got a feeling I'm going to be saying I don't know a lot <laughs> okay. about this. Um, well, we need some, if there are any people yeah. listening who are swim coaches, here's a bit that you could record for us. Just. Yeah. Tell us a bit more about the, the, the details of the CSS test because you've done plenty of them. But I've done four like... or five, I think. I mean, when I've done them with coaches, 
I've one one of the recoveries I had was as long as it took for the coaches to get through the other people doing their four hundreds, <laughs> so it's completely unfixed. Yeah, and um, so I was really really recovered by the time I did my two hundred. Yeah, um, and then when I was with it on a one to one basis with a coach, it was a much shorter recovery. You know, and I can't even remember if he timed yeah. that. I don't think he did, but it was kind of like, right, off you go now. And it was much, much shorter. When oh. I did it on my own, I would guess it was around two or three minutes, which might not even be long enough. I don't know. I just had a flashback to PE in school when the the teacher would give us some sort of drill to do some rugby um, practice, like doing scissors or something like that. Um and we say, how long have we got to do these for then, sir? And he'd just be sparking up his cigarette and go, wait, wait till I'm done. And then he'd yeah, come I, back straight after that. I must say, I've never had any of my coaches light up during my recovery. That's an experience I've, I've yet to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a useful thing to do. You put those numbers into a very uncomplicated calculator and it gives you a pace to then do your your speed workout that's the idea with the css yeah there's even one on fetch there's um, even one on fetch indeed yeah. so um if you go to the training section of the site and in the sub menu there's a, a, a subcategory called swimming and somewhere on there there's a css calculator where you can just bung in your two times yeah so um yeah i think it's a really simple calculation it's kind of like the average of those two paces yeah and that gives you your css and then all other stuff comes out of that then the other memory i've just had about doing this when when you've got a coach there um quite often we get told our first hundred meter of the 400 to give us an idea of how appallingly bad our pacing is mm. but okay that's just probably just me um and usually my first hundred is much faster than anything else so i i did make a conscious effort this time to not go out too fast and i must say i was building through the last 100 metres or so, so I think it was well-paced, but it was slower than my previous effort this time. Yeah. About this time last year I did it, and it was it was definitely slower than that. Yeah. Do you think you're getting better at pacing? Because I reckon um, my intervals these days are, are way better than they used to be. I used to, like, go and do the first one like Billy Wiz. Yeah. Um, so do you reckon you're getting better at I think I've always been reasonably good at pacing running um and i think i'm getting there with swimming my last um aquathlon that i did i definitely paced that swim well um i was overtaking people in the last sort of 150 meters mm. and that hasn't been an experience for me in the past and i also felt strong rather than desperately hanging on yeah um so there's definitely there's definitely something to be said for a having a slow burn build up in yeah. swimming for sure yeah i've never got past being a flagger in swimming, in swimming. Uh, but uh, yeah. i don't really do it enough so yeah i only got myself to blame and you've done five yogas i've done five yogas which is really good for me i aim to do three to four a week i think it's been um, a little bit of encouragement on the the yoga thread um and specifically sort of knowing that I'm trying to um, encourage Mac to get his sessions done. Um, I'm sort of visiting that thread a bit more frequently and I'm wanting to report something. So that's been good. Um, 
Can I just mention one other thing about swimming? I hate to go on about it. Oh, sorry, no, no, go for it. The other thing I wanted to mention about swimming was that um, on Friday evening I went to the lake for the last, as it turned out, the last of the season eight till nine sessions. Um, when we arrived at reception, the, the lady was saying, um, it's not going to be eight till nine tonight, we'll be getting you out at 8.30 because it's getting too dark now. Um and um, when we got in, it was very, very dusky and the sun had set and the sky was all beautiful as usual. Um, and I only did a lap without my wetsuit this time. And um, by the time I was coming in for the last sort of couple of hundred metres, it was really difficult to sight. Mm. There was nothing really to sight apart from really kind of big things on the shore. Um, that you could just about see the outline of. So it was quite an interesting experience. It was it was a little bit eerie, um, but m- myself and Silver Shadow had both taken our um, tow floats and put torches in them. And um, we got some nice comments about them. And one lady said that she'd actually used mine to sight um, all the way around. So that was nice. Um, Good job you stayed in a straight line then. Well, yeah, maybe I didn't, but she followed me. <laughs> yeah, she followed me wherever I went, I guess. So, um, but no, that so that was also an, a really nice sort of end of end of the year experience. We've got about a month left now of um, of the lake being open. Yeah. So, what and then the you're back to the river. Back to the river. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So that's me. So let's hear about you then. Um, well, I've sort of last week I was talking about sort of trying to get everything squared up before the end of the summer holidays so I tried to use my last week to try and chip away as much as I could at the the distance I have left on my journey to a thousand miles for the year so I don't think I'm going to get to a thousand at this point but I feel like I had a good week at just sort of nerdling away at the the mileage so so what would you have to do each month now to hit your thousand I'm trying to do the I'm trying to count months in my head and try to divide 460 I'd need 115 miles a month for mm. the last four months of the year that's a bit steep isn't um, it? it is a bit steep yeah I, I mean I did 71 miles in August which I'm quite pleased about last year I did 100 in August but I was training for a marathon so I was doing yeah. quite a lot of long runs but if you take that one out of the equation, then it's been my best August since, well, for, for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that has come down to, well, there are gaps when I don't have the boy. He was away with his mum for a bit. Um, but also he's getting to that age now where he'll stay up till midnight and then sleep in till half nine in the morning. Um, whereas I'm sort of cross-eyed on the sofa by about half ten. Um, and then waking up at seven. So I managed to sneak out for a couple of runs whilst he was still asleep. Mm. Um, so that's definitely helped um, me to get a bit more mileage in. So yeah. 71. Um, the Achilles is not 100% right, but I know that I'm, what I'm doing is is keeping away from the pace by and large and trying to stay on the flat by and large, which is pretty easy in... Um, Bedford, because we don't have hills. They were outlawed in 1963, wasn't it, Katie? <laughs> the last one was, was demolished by uh, Dave the Mayor. Personally, he mm. cut the ribbon on the uh, hill-destroying equipment. I think that might have been Mr Branston back then. 
Yeah. Or someone else in natural fact. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it's easy to avoid hills in Bedford. And then when I'm up north, um, people who are more north than Nottingham will say, that's not the north, but it's north to me. Um, when I'm up in Nottinghamshire, I just run up and down the canal. So that's pretty flat as it comes, really. So I'm pretty lucky with not having to go up hills. Um, if I was in Wales, it would be a different story. Mm. Um, I'm waiting to ask the question. Go on then, what's the question? Have you been doing your heel raise exercises? I've been doing some kind of sort of things, but not really... What, is some kind of, what does some kind of things mean? Little sort of stretchy things, little sort of the odd raisy thing, just as a kind of, how's that feeling sort of thing. Mm. Um, so, and trying coming back to, to the question then. Yes, okay, been, the answer is no. Right. Yeah, not, not to any significant extent. I have been trying to stretch my calf muscles out using one of the techniques. Do you understand what the heel raise exercises are about? Um... How about you remind us of the benefit of the viewers? Okay, so the theory behind loading tendons as they recover is that <coughs> if you load a tendon in a controlled way, that you will actually encourage the little cells inside the tendon which lay down collagen, they're called tenocytes. The theory is, is that by loading them, you encourage the process of laying down and strengthening back up the tendon that's been unhappy in some way. I don't want to say inflamed because it's not always about inflammation, but so yeah. by doing the loading, you encourage the laying down of the collagen and therefore you encourage the tendon to get better. Yeah. That's the controlled loading of heel raises rather than the not so controlled loading of running. I'm not saying that running is wrong because as long as you're keeping it within a certain pain level then it's it's okay and quite good to be getting out there and conditioning your running yeah but that's what the heel raises are about okay all right it's always good to have a reminder of mm. of why you do these things um they, they yeah they don't feel like it's a, a painful thing when i do them and i know well, the heel raises yeah no they shouldn't be painful yeah and I just, going back to when I did my calf on my other leg, mm. um, when I'd got to the point where I could do heel raises without pain, mm. I moved on to like doing the hopping part of it just to sim get closer to simulating the running action. Yeah. Um, and so I, in my head, I've sort of conflated those two bits of advice and gone, well, the heel raises are no problem. So I should be trying some hopping now, and that's all right. And I should be trying some running now, and that's all right. So I'm at that stage, whereas I get the point that I should be coming back and focusing very carefully on that particular part of me. Mm. So oh, I'm, I listen, I repeat, I learn. Do you think, I've, have I got that now? Do you think? I don't, I don't yeah, know. That we'll remains see. to be seen. We'll see, you won't <laughs> over the next week. Yeah, okay. So... Um, yeah, 460 miles to go to the end of the year, but um, whether I make that or not is another matter. So mm. 71 in August, so maybe 85, 90 in September, adding about 10 or 15% on there. Lovely. And then, you know, if I can carry on doing that throughout, keep on building through till December, then I might get close and that'll be good. So... Good 
And yeah, so that's about it. So my training hasn't really done much other than just getting out there and plodding out there. But that is the summer holidays, yeah. isn't it? When you've got a child of that age, you're sort of, you're just keeping it going, aren't you? More than trying to do anything special with it, really. Yeah, yeah. Last I'm, year I'm was a... different because of Abingdon, but... Yeah, and, and I was fitting in the long runs when I didn't have him. I wasn't sort of abandoning yeah. him for yeah. that. But um, given that I don't have him all the time, I also feel like when he when we are together, I don't want to be going, right, I'm off now for an hour because I don't want to miss that, that yeah. time. So yeah. um, doing it while he's asleep doesn't feel yeah. quite so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then one of my runs was interrupted by an emergency trip to Lidl to use their toilets and I find that so annoying mm. um, and I think maybe even two runs this week I've had to go okay I need to find a loo now mm. um, and oh that's so annoying mm. because it, what it does I suppose if you're looking on the positive side is it makes those runs where you don't have to go for an emergency poo feel all that much better mm. they feel like hooray everything's fine i can just keep going now mm. but those ones where you're thinking right okay where's the nearest loo oh a little bit of a walk now just gonna have a little bit of a walk and a bit of a think mm. they're just oh so annoying so I i'm think... interested in how many people sort of sympathize with that and how many people struggle with it i think sometimes those situations happen when i've been keen to get out earlier for a run like it was really hot on Tuesday and I was really itching to get it done because I knew I wouldn't cope with the heat and so I'd kind of you know basically force the the, the timing uh, on your bowels <laughs> your bowels weren't <laughs> ready for the run and I was forcing the timing you were you were sort of like yeah let's let's do it but not not your guts so yeah I well suppose I don't like that's... being constrained by it but there's no but there is definitely that is one way of dealing with it, isn't it? Is for for wait to the magic to happen first, and then get out afterwards. Yeah, but it's not always possible, and it's not it's not like you are no. you weren't making me go out on my other run. It no, was just I know. me thinking, right? Oh, I've got to get this done because if I wait any longer, then I'm going to start getting hungry. Mm. The boy's going to wake up. Yeah. All these other life pressures that yeah. mean that you've got to try and fit it in. Yeah. So definitely, who knew we'd be talking about poo today? Well, we didn't. We didn't have it no. on the list, actually. No. No. So, um, yes, share your stories, your sympathies and your struggles. Mm. Um, but I found the, the Premier Inn at Priory Park is very accommodating, as is the Little in uh, San Diego. So thank you to both of those establishments. There's actually some really decent loos on Priory Lake, but they weren't open, were they? No, they were very firmly locked shut, much to my consternation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, some comments from users, and I think the the majority initially were enjoying the carry-on-fetching double entendre aspect of last week's podcast, mm. where we were talking about flaps and getting it up in one go. Um, mm. I think we both spotted the former, but not the latter. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it was It fun. wasn't until I listened back to the podcast which I do because I edit it that I um I I heard the getting it up comment several times <laughs> from from me and um so we don't always do it on purpose in fact I'd say 
rarely do we do anything on purpose. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's all purely by accident. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully that made a few of you smile. We were glad to hear um, that FML's other half is is sort of home and getting on with things, but um, that's sounding like a real pain in the kneecap. Um, so I really do hope that um, she continues to heal, really, as best she can with a, a full-length plaster Paris on, because um, it's never fun at all, I'm sure. I've never experienced it. Have you? You've never had a plaster on, I've, have you? I've never broken anything to my no. knowledge. I've got one finger that's slightly sort of rotated at the top where it's like a cricket ball on the end of it, but yeah. that's it, really. I had to wear a full leg brace when I had my... Um, cruciate ligament um, ruptured and then repaired and uh, yeah that was pretty annoying but I I could take that off and sleep without it so that was pretty much a joy to do every evening so I do I really sympathize there yeah have you got any good signatures on there yet Yes, tell yeah. us. Is anyone? Is it that? But is it that annoying new modern stuff that they use, where you can't write anything on it? It's quite often brightly coloured, but you can't actually do any writing anymore. Not so even with a sharpie or anything. I think it's quite difficult because it's that yeah. kind of bumpity, bumpity, bumpity. Oh yeah, paintbrush. I don't know. Two inch brush. Tell us what you're doing anyway, FML, on your other half's plaster of Paris. That doesn't sound right, does it? Am I listening out for it this week? <laughs> oh, matron. Oh, matron. Um, yeah, well, we'll leave you talk, that bit You in. talk we'll about see. Fetch Fest now. Okay, and yeah, I just wanted to say thanks to everybody who said that they, they're sort of interested in, in giving that a go. So um, we might, maybe at the end of tenting season, um, but um, we'll keep on planning and thinking about that for next year. So yeah, uh, that was it, really. That's all I wanted to mention about that. Yeah. So site features and so this week just gone has felt like my first one back after a, a lot of sort of time being away at doing camping, um, going away at the start of August um, for our week in Lanzarote. And it feels like coming back after a party and having to do the, the tidying up. So um, I've got a feedback queue. So that's my site feature that I wanted to mention was uh, feedback um, because I came back and looked at the feedback, sat at my desk last Monday or Tuesday because it was back holiday and there were 60 plus messages in there, each detailing a specific issue that someone had raised that where something was broken or not right or something had gone wrong or someone had done something accidentally or wanted to change a race listing or whatever. And and there's tons in there. And, and so I spent a lot of this week just sort of dealing with all of those and trying to get that list down to a manageable amount. And I think I'm down to about 15 to 20 items in there now. But it's sort of a bit Darwinian. So I'll, I'll go through the list and I'll go, well, that one's really easy. I just need to press that button there and that one's sorted out. So you get left with these kind of real proper gnarly issues that take a lot of working out or a lot of kind of mental mm. focus to, to try and resolve. So the ones that are left in the pile, they're the ones that I'm, I'm dreading the most. So I've done the, the opposite of licking the frog. I've sort of, you know that expression? Swallow the frog. Yeah, licking the frog something else, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
But no, do, uh, do you know about licking frogs? I don't know about licking frogs. I've heard the expression swallow the frog. <laughs> Get the worst thing done first. Yeah. Yeah, and I think. What What do you know about licking frogs? I'm not sure I want to know actually. <laughs> I I read about it uh, one time, and I think there are, there are certain frogs uh, where um, their whatever's on their backs or whatever is a hallucinogen. Okay. So people would lick them to to get high, man. Yeah. Um. So I I haven't been licking any frogs or or eating any non metaphorical frogs. Um, mm. But yes, I've done the opposite. I've I've sort of stayed away from the difficult stuff. So there you go, folks. That's your um, if you want something done on the feedback, make it appear as if it's a really easy thing to get him sort of yeah. involved, and then and then yeah, don't let him notice that it's a really tricky, gnarly problem. Yeah. Or even a frog. If what I would say is like the best way to if you've got a, a few different things try and report them individually. So if it's like um, this race listing is on the wrong day of the week and something horrendously complicated, mm. then I probably won't reply until I've done the whole of that feedback so I can reply to you and close it off. Yeah. So if you've got something like that, then tell me about the race listing in one feedback and I'll be able to fix that nice and quickly and close it off. And then I can spend a bit more time when I'm when I've licked the frog, looking at the more complicated part of what you've sent me. So that's that's helpful for me. It's like when you go to the doctor and you have to have you can't just have one appointment. Yeah. You have to have a double appointment. Do do two feedbacks if you've got two problems. Yeah, exactly. Don't send any frogs to our house for licking. No. Good. <laughs> Race listings? Yeah. Um, so a couple of you, well, I'd say five or six of you have noticed that some of the listings that we have seem to come from uh, companies that are listing lots of races and events on Fetch. And um, those listings are sometimes inaccurate in that the, the distance in the title of the race is not always matching up with the the distance that's actually you know if you'd searched for 5k's you might get one come up and it's called like the so-and-so marathon and it's coming up as a 5k um and also they some of the race titles have three different distances in them and it's hard to work out which is which um and this comes about because some of these larger companies have and some of them speak to me about it to make sure that I'm okay with it. And I have okayed some things in the past. But what that's meant is that we get extra listings. So we get a broader um, array of things for you to find. But it means that the quality of those listings is not as good. Mm. Um, so what I'm, my, my plan for now is to say that I am going to reduce the amount of listings that we allow to be imported en masse. But in order to fill those gaps, we need fetchies to step up and add more listings. Mm. So, um, and there's, there's several reasons for that. First one is that if you're doing them one at a time, then you'll be more accurate with uh, the listing. 
Yeah. Um, so you're doing it from in-house rather than some third party who maybe doesn't quite care so much so long as they get the traffic coming to them. Um, and secondly, um, a lot of the companies, instead of directing you to the actual events website, they will send you to their own website where you can still enter the race, but they're taking a chunk of the money that would otherwise end up in the event organizer's pocket for organizing that event. So by listing the events individually, um, the hope is that more of the money from your entry fees will go directly to the people who are actually putting on these races. Um, so, and that feels like a better way of supporting grassroots. So we've, mm. we've never tried to um, make any kind of profit from listing the races. Um, and I think it's another way where Fetch can show what it can do as a community by offering this connection between um, you, the runners, and the racers. Mm. We, it's part of really getting behind grassroots running and trying to keep it simple and trying to keep that corporate influence just away from you know the, what feels a bit more natural. Yeah, I think it's going to be difficult because... I, I do, I totally agree with everything you've just said, but I do think there are events companies that are springing up and or, or have already been around for a long yeah. time. And, and um, you know, even here in Bedford, that, that's happening. And Yeah, I, I don't have a, an issue with events companies as such because no. they are they're putting on events. And if they're going to put on events, then they're good ones. They better be good ones, otherwise people are just not going to go and do them. Yeah. Um, and if they're competing with local races, then it is down to those local races to make sure that they are yeah. good enough to, to merit comparison. Yeah. Um, but it is the people who are listing other people's races mm. and doing that as their business model in order to cream a bit off the top I of see. all the entries. So they're not yeah. actually putting on any races. They're just kind of like, shoehorning They're in between the, the event entry sort of yeah, yeah. so okay gotcha. I, I appreciate that's someone's business um yeah but it's whether or not we want to have a part in it um yeah you so, sort of kind of want to be consulted about that kind yeah. of stuff so we, we've we've even been offered commission on some of the listings that we carry in order to carry on doing it um and the amounts are not huge, but it, it would make a bit of a difference. But so there's there's an incentive for me to carry on holding these listings. Um, but I'm thinking I'm going to not take up that commission, um, but instead try and really go for it and make sure that what we're doing is supporting the running community, because I think in the long term that will help us flourish. Mm -hmm. So um, just to encourage everybody to add races, events, as many as possible. Um, obviously, when you see a listing, you can see which user has added it. Um, so we do track who's added the listings. And this is a good way of making sure that people are sort of accountable for, for doing them well. Um, but so I'm, I'm keeping track of how many listings we get added and by who. Um, but I'll add some badges, because everybody likes a nice virtual badge, don't they? Yes. Katie's smiling, she likes a virtual badge. Oh, yes. Yeah, got to love those. Um, so I'll add some virtual badges in, and 
um, let's say September, let's see how many we can get added. And for every race you enter, you'll get a ticket in my virtual hat to win a non-virtual buff. So an I'll, actual buff? Yeah, an actual buff. So I'll Oof. I'll do a little draw at the end of September um, for all the people who've added races to our listings. And one of you will get fired. No, um, you'll get a, a buff. So hooray. Awesome. So do it. Um, and hopefully you can all understand the motivation behind it. And the shirt to do this week, hooray. 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 Cool. That's it. That's all I wanted to talk about on the site. It feels like it. Yeah, that's plenty. That was good. No, yeah. that was good. Cool. Uh, shall I talk about my things first on the old forum blog favourites? Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to mention a very lovely, sweet little blog um, from Bint McSkint, who has gone on her holidays down to St Ives. And it's just a really nice blog that I think we can all relate to. Hopefully we can all relate to that there's a place where we just go and your heart just immediately feels happy to be there. And uh, it can be the first view of that place or it can be just the first time you, you sit in a certain seat, I suppose, or the first time you have your relaxation and your journey ending and all of that. But I just thought that was a lovely blog. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like the I can see the sea moment. Yes. When you, you go anywhere near the sea. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Obviously you need to go somewhere near the sea. Yeah. yeah, it's just that little fizz in your belly when you see that that thing. Yeah. That makes it all real. Um, so I wanted to mention that because it's really nice. And the other thing I wanted to just briefly mention is um, a thread that I've lurked on for a while and um, I have been outing myself this week on, which is the elderly parents thread. And it's been absolutely brilliant even from the first moment I was on there just totally um, lovely support and wonderful so if anyone is out there who has or is looking after um, an elderly parent or worrying about them or anything really um, come along to that thread because it's just full of great advice lots of ideas or even just a lovely big virtual hug if you need it. So I wanted to mention that one. How about you? Yeah, well, if you are an elderly parent as well and your kids are not being very good, you can point them at that thread as well and they can see what everybody True. else is doing. True. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention two threads. Um, one which is one what I started, and it's just called Found Whilst Running. And... Uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've found these little tiny little rubber figures. Um, the tallest one is, is less than an inch tall, and the other one is about a half an inch tall. And one's a little unicorn, and the other's a little sort of candlestick doing a cheeky kind of shh, fingers on lips kind of thing. Hmm. Um, and they've just sat in the middle of the road looking a bit grimy, but still very definitely things. Hmm. Um, and so I thought, well, what do other people find while they're out there? Um, I'm always a bit disturbed by shoes, and I noticed on that thread that someone had had actually posted a picture of a pair of shoes or a pair of boots. Yeah. And um, that is always a little bit disturbing, isn't it, when you see abandoned shoes, because you sort of think, oh, yeah. did that person have those taken forcibly from them taken or... off them or dragged off them as they were yeah. being dragged into the bushes or something quite dark? 
Um, that was quite a dark place to go, wasn't it, for me there? Yeah. Anything like that, shoes, pants, you know, you see those things whilst out running quite often. We know if we're out with the dogs and we see an, a sock, we, we know to steer yeah. well clear of that area because it usually means that someone has used that sock in order to... Wipe. <laughs> Do you want to say it? Or wipe. They could be wiping anything. Wiping but anything. You all yeah. know what what that person's wiping, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there have there have been other posts on that thread. So someone has found a book, which is quite exciting. That's nice. Um, and someone uh, on Twitter said that they'd found a dead body, and I was like, oh my, <laughs> too dark, too dark. Worse than mine, um, even. Yeah. But it turned out it was just someone who was very drunk. Um, and oh. they helped them to get back to their house. So that turned out to be quite a nice story. But right. um, you always wonder, as a both a jogger slash yeah. runner and a dog walker, they're always the people who finds who find the body. Mm. Um, so we're in a high risk group. Yeah. So what's the weirdest thing that you found whilst running? Yeah. Or what have you found whilst running? It doesn't have to be weird. I'm trying to think if I ever have really found anything. I mean, I've had the experience of definitely walking the dogs past somebody who's sleeping rough and standing for a little while just to see that the, there is movement and chest moving in particular. Um, that happened fairly recently to me. May, and the reason I was mainly concerned was that, that they were sort of really bundled up in their sleeping bag with even their head covered um, and lying looked like sort of feet up a slight slope and head down um and it just was really kind of in the middle of kind of not even tucked away under anything so I was particularly concerned that they'd literally just given up um but I mean obviously given up having got all the way into their sleeping bag so that's a bit unlikely isn't it um but after a little while of standing still quietly with the dogs I saw that there was definitely some movement um, so I went off on my way thinking, well, I'll turn and come back round this way. And um, and actually, I talked to another dog walker who was coming in the other direction. And um, we met up again and she got there and the rough sleeper had um, uncovered their, their head and face and was just sort of starting to sort of get themselves upright. So all was well. Yeah. Um, There's definitely a, a section of... Route 51, which is our normal sort of running route, former mm. railway line, um, where there tend to be more tents. Um, yeah, so There yeah. was one that lasted throughout the winter in, in the woods one yeah. time, which Stephen was very interested in, unfortunately. Um, there's another guy who seems to have really put lots of effort into creating a, a little home yeah. down there. He's in done the lots of sort yeah. of rustic woodwork um yeah. and there's another tent in another area of the field so it yeah it's it's interesting to see all this stuff that you maybe wouldn't see if you don't go walking or running yeah um yeah i i like chairs seeing yeah. well obviously i don't like the fact that someone's left it there but they do have a certain interesting quality to them um, yeah. and there's a, a sidings up in nottinghamshire and it looks to me as though someone has paid for a house clearance and an unscrupulous person has taken all their boxes of stuff from the attic and just gone and dumped them on these sidings. So, I mean, that's horrific that someone would do that. But it's also kind of weird because 
spread out amongst all this stuff. There are VHSs with stuff scrawled on it, like, you know, um, Strictly Come Dancing 1982 and um, just... That is weird because it didn't exist. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry, I shouldn't have picked you up on that. No, no, that's fair enough. Um, and, And just various sort of little bits of what must be personal memories... Yeah. Um, just kind of scattered in the middle of this wood. Um, yeah. And it's just a weird sort of insight into somebody else's life. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I tried reporting it, and the council said, well, it's privately owned land, so we're not doing anything about it. So, blah. We found a dog once, didn't we? We found Jeremy. Oh, he's now like a one of Stephen's best dog pals really yeah um but we found jeremy the beagle when he was quite young he was he's always been a wanderer he still is a wanderer and we found him and there was no other dog walker in sight and so we actually did phone the number on his collar and uh got in touch with yeah with his owners and reunited them he's got his own gps now he has yeah yeah which is pretty cool got a little green glowing light in it and you know it's jeremy coming yeah yeah that's awesome. So yeah, let us know what you found whilst running or go and post it on that thread. That'd be awesome because yeah. it seems to have died a little bit. Um, and the other thread that I wanted to point out was the unpopular opinions thread, which is one from Diogenes, who you heard from last week. Um, and that's been quite fun. So just go along there and share your unpopular opinions, but keep them nice opinions, nice unpopular well, ones. Be prepared that there are some genuinely unpopular opinions on there yeah i suppose so you, you, yeah that's that's gonna happen isn't it yeah that's we, why they're unpopular sometimes that's right yeah. indeed um we okay. have a featured fetchy to to introduce now don't we yeah so him and his mum are walking around derwent water mm. um so over to valerian plastic hello fetchies it's valerian plastic here yeah, I've been uh, walking around Dirt Water today uh, with my mum, who of course you know by a different name, if I were to introduce herself. Hello, it's Velociraptor. Yeah, it's been, it's been great, so just, just doing something as a, you know, mother and son. You know, weather's been overcast, raining on and off, but uh, we've had a lovely time just looking at, uh, looking at the views, of course, we drop by the Lingholm Estate for their walled garden in the cafe. They make excellent cakes there. I also recommend the, uh, the spinach and ricotta pasty if it happens to be in, in stock. I just thought we'd check in because uh, I think a lot of people on the site want to hear from us. Yeah, I'm not sure what else I had to say. We just, you know, thank you for making Fetch such a, a wonderful, you know, site, a place where I, I feel welcome, you know, which I can't say for other social medias, that's for sure. No, I don't spend a lot of time in it, but uh, no, I wish I, had, I wish I had the time to go through what other people are saying and, you know, contribute more. Uh, work does get in the way. Signing off for now, I think, uh, you know, the next time, I, next time I pop in, I'll have something more meaningful to say. You know, say anything, uh, anything you want to add, Mum, before, before we go. Uh. Hello. Okay, signing off for now. Bye. Thank you so much, VP. I really enjoyed that because it's sometimes it's really just lovely to go walking with someone and just have the company of the person that you know really well to walk around with. And 
just experience that and and nothing particular happens that you have to make a big statement about necessarily but you just share time and you share the view and you share the experience and that's just lovely i'm really glad you sent the contribution in i um i really enjoyed it and being a being a mum of a boy i know those moments where you where you walk around and you just just experience those things together and things for me like the th the time that i always think of with my lad is driving him places um <laughs> he's not much of a walker i would say and um but i love it when we're in the car together and we quite often get into reasonably deep conversations or even just light conversations um, or even just experiencing the, the drive together and they're, they're, they are lovely moments. Um, and I thought your mum's contribution was excellent <laughs> also. Especially the second part. Yeah, it yeah. was, uh, yeah. what do you want to say? Hello. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so thank awesome. you to, to both Velociraptor and Valerian Plastic for that one. Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. The... Um, my boy is into his, his Xbox gaming and several hours can go past without him doing much more than sort of grunting the occasional thing. Um, and then we get out for a dog walk and, and all of a sudden we, we talk more than we have done for the, for the last yeah. few hours and, and it's really nice and everybody should just get out for a yeah. walk. And um, I've been watching a, uh, a drama which doesn't show physios in the best light, actually, this last week. Evil uh, physios? Or? Not evil. Not evil, no. no. Um, but set in the Lake District. And um, I must admit, it's made me think, oh, must, must get to the Lake District. Really want to go and, and see the... the the lakes. scenery no this well there's not just the lakes actually yeah. i mean the lakes do look amazing and i'd love to swim in them um although i hear they are like ridiculously deep and i'm not quite sure how my brain will cope with the depth of it mm. all um you probably wouldn't get anywhere near the bottom before you'd perished so. absolutely not <laughs> they're very very deep um but yes it's it so yeah evocative for me that one yeah yeah we love the um the the Peak District as well, which is another another one of the popular districts. Mm. Um, have they got any lakes up there? In the Peak District? Yeah, I, I sound daft, don't I? <laughs> you sound daft. <laughs> yeah, well, more so than usual. Yeah, yeah. You're all right. Yeah, but yeah, getting out somewhere in the in the middle of nature. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's nice to see in someone of your age, VP. Um, that you can appreciate all of that because it's sometimes a struggle to to get my boy out there and, and doing this sorts of things. So the fact that you're out there doing it is pretty awesome. So yeah, well done. So what are you thinking of then for this week? Um, definitely some heel raises. Well done. Yes, I approve of that. As they lay down the wasp names on your Tino zones. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, I've got a, a nice sort of clear week of, of work ahead. It's back to school tomorrow for my boy. Um, so cracking on with a bit of work and um, yeah, just no specific running plan other than to do some. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, similar. I think I haven't. I haven't really thought about it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do some yoga today. That's that's. I'm generally thinking in terms of each day, really, as it comes along. So today is mm. definitely yoga. I've got a visit to uh, have my 
back looked at a little bit because it's still niggling away. Um, and that's about all. One of the things that's been been sort of coming up in the last year or so when I've been going on physio courses is that to get people to do their exercises, one way to get them invested in the exercises to give them a little bit of information about what the exercise is doing. And then yeah. the other thing is to personalise those exercises to the person. Um, oh, come on then. So, Personalise my heel raises. Well, what I was going to suggest is seeing if the Fetchies can think of any way that they can be personalised um, for Ian in... in I mean, you, the heel raises are probably one of the most boring of all the rehab exercises, unfortunately. Um, and a strength and conditioning coach once described physio exercises with a much naughtier word than this, but he called them piddling little physio exercises. And unfortunately, that is a little bit true, really. Mm. Um, so if we can think of anything that can make heel raises a bit more personal to, to Ian, then... Uh, At the very top of each one, I could say there's lovely or something like that. You do whatever makes it... Yeah. yeah well, we'll see if anything better comes in. But um, oh, one, one thing I'm going to do... Um, to help me motivate myself to carry on with my mileage throughout the rest of the year is enter the Bedford Harriers half marathon in December, if it's on a good week, which I think it is. It's on December the 1st, I think. The first Sunday in December? Let me check for you. Okay, awesome. Um, but I've done that one five, six times before. Um, it's a really nice race. Um, there are bacon rolls, there are lots of friendly faces, there may well be me there and possibly Katie, um, even if first. not running then... Um, she... Well I will definitely marshal if I'm not running. Yeah, so have a think about that Fetches, if you're looking for an, an end of year half marathon. Um, the weather is occasionally challenging but... You're here for that weekend. Awesome, okay. Um, but more often than not, it is uh, um, pretty nice, actually. Um, it, it's a bit cold sometimes. Mick and Phil are often there. They go off about 10 minutes before the um, the rest of the runners and normally catch them up at about mile three, where there's a, a bit of a hill. Um, but it's a really friendly race. And, um, yeah, yeah, have a think about that. Let us know whether or not you're going to join us. Stick it in your profile. Isn't there a bit of a different memento this time as well? Didn't you oh, point it out to me? Yes, it's a towel. A towel. So I think it'll probably have a big Harrier's logo on it or something like that, or yeah. something running related. Yeah. Um, they usually do pretty good mementos at the Harriers. Yeah. And that's it. So I'm going to enter that. That's my that's my plan. Good. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, they do a good uh, place transfer thing at the end. So if I don't get to run it then... But hey, I'm talking myself out of it. I'm going to do it. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, you got any more to add or shall I? No, I need a wee, so... All right, okay. So send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your listening app of choice. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with your comments, questions and suggestions. See you next time. Katie, go and enjoy your wee. Bye. Bye.